Welcome to the Bridge Beyond English podcast. This is an English podcast that will help you expand your creative thinking, global awareness, and cross cultural communication skills so that you can connect more deeply with the world. I'm your host, David Nagai. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Today's episode is an interview with our guest, Julianne Picardo. Julianne, welcome. Thank you, David. I'm happy to be here on the podcast. So, can you introduce yourself and tell us a bit about your background? Sure. So, as David said, my name is Julianne. My full name is Julianne Nozomi Picardo. I am half Japanese, half American. I was born in Japan, in Fusa, in Tokyo, and I lived in Saitama area until I was 16 years old. Uh, I attended an international school in Japan, in Tokyo. And then after that, I moved to America with my parents. We lived in Massachusetts for.、Um, About seven years in total for me, including my years at university and then also、uh, working for a bit in America. And then I returned to Japan in 2015. I currently live in Kyoto, Japan.、Uh, I work for a company that sells bento boxes and Japanese cookware. And I Um, including Saitama and Massachusetts. Let's see, I've lived in, aside from that, I've lived in the UK, I've lived in,、um, in Japan, I've lived in Miyagi Prefecture, as well as Nara Prefecture. And so far, I'm really loving living in Kyoto. Why did you move to Kyoto? I moved to Kyoto. Well, I was already living in Nara with my husband. And then we decided to move to Kyoto、uh, because、um, I thought there would be more job opportunities in this area for one reason.、Um, and also, I think Kyoto is a really great city.、Um, it's a small enough city that it doesn't feel overwhelming. Uh, and then I also have access to nature. There's beautiful mountains and the Kamogawa River that runs through the city. And、uh, there's so much history and culture in the city as well. So, can you tell us a bit about what it was like growing up in Japan as a mixed race person? Sure. So, I will share a bit about what I look like. I think that's、uh, helpful for the context.、Um, mm-hmm. I. Look more white than I do Japanese. I have curly brown hair. I'm fairly tall.、Um, I would say just phenotypically, that's,、uh, that refers to like how your, your physical characteristics I, I appear、uh, more as a foreigner than as I do as a Japanese national. So I Always felt like I didn't really belong in Japan.、Um, it did help that I went to an international school where there were kids from many countries and also many mixed race kids like myself. So I felt very comfortable there.、Um, but 
outside of school, I, I felt uncomfortable quite often just taking the train or going to the grocery store because um, I was self-conscious, like many teenagers are, of course. We are self-conscious. We think people are looking at us all the time. Um, but, you know, in some cases, people were often looking at me um, because I looked different. And I was quite shy and I didn't like that attention. People treated you a bit differently than they treated other Japanese. Yes. Um, just because I looked different and so people had expectation that I was a foreigner. So maybe they would ask, oh, where are you from? Or, oh, you know, they would comment, your Japanese is really good. Because they assumed I was a complete foreign person. Well, your English is also very good. <laughs> Both languages are excellent. So did you feel like you were an outsider because of that? Yes. Um, but again, because I went to international school, uh, I had many friends who were in similar situations as me. So um, I, I didn't feel like I was the only one experiencing these things. I had other friends who felt the same way. So I'm grateful that I had friends um, who could share that same experience with me. Right. And what are some common stereotypes, just briefly, about mixed-race people in Japan? Yes. So in Japan, there is a term, hafu, which um, comes from the English word half, uh, to describe people who are half Japanese and another nationality, so mixed Japanese and other nationality. And there's a stereotype about hafu people that it's usually a white and Japanese mixed person. And there are many celebrities or people in the media who fit that category. Uh, so people assume, oh, hafu people, they're like these celebrities that they see on TV. They're bilingual. Uh, maybe they're kind of a bridge between multiple cultures, uh, kind of like ambassador types, when in reality, it's much more complex. The mixed race experience in Japan is much more complex. Um, there are people who are half Japanese, but also maybe they're half Chinese or are maybe, you know, half Nigerian or the, the, the reality is that it's just more, way more diverse than this term hafu often is thought to be. Right. So it's much more complex and diverse than people assume sometimes. Yes. Okay. So when you moved to the U.S. in high school or during university, how did you feel being mixed race there? America is so diverse, especially compared to Japan. So it felt very comfortable. And also I uh, present as a white person. I mean, I am, I, I am white. Um, so America, you know, is... Uh, it's, there's the, I don't know if we can go into the whole conversation of white privilege, but um, if you're white, you know, you're accepted, um, there, you don't experience um, racism. Um, so I was, uh, I had a very easy experience, I would say, and I, I benefited from white privilege. Um, sometimes I would get frustrated when people assume that I am a white person who grew up in America um, because I, in reality, 
was not familiar with a lot of American pop culture and politics. Uh, I wouldn't get references to, you know, American, you know, pop culture jokes or things like that. Um, and people wouldn't assume that I have that Japanese background or culture. So sometimes I would get frustrated when people assumed I was uh, maybe a, a standard American, you know, who was born and raised in America. Right. So you're more complex and diverse than that. So that's a big part of your identity and people can't always see it by the way you look. Yes. So what have you appreciated most about Japanese culture and about American culture? I really love food and cooking and I love Japanese food. I think that is one of the things I appreciate the most about the culture. And it seems maybe I, I, I could have responded to your question with something maybe more profound or something like that. But I think food <laughs> is very important. Um, yes, we all need it every day. <laughs> yes. Uh, and there's just something very healing about Japanese food for me. Um, when I moved to America and when I went to college, um, I didn't like a lot of the food sometimes or, or I didn't like how it made me feel. Um, I don't like pizza. <laughs> wow. Um, so it's, I think, interesting how your cultural background um, shows up in your preferences for food and, you know, what makes you feel good, what makes you feel uh, good in your body. And for me, um, Japanese food is just very important to me. The balance, the the appreciation of seasonal ingredients, the greater volume of vegetables. I really love it. So it's healthy and tasty and feels more balanced with the cycles of nature. Yes. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good way to put it. What else about Japanese culture do you appreciate? Yes. <laughs> like yeah. anything else? <laughs> sure. I know you love food. <laughs> How about uh, the way people treat each other or communicate? Sure. Yes, I think there is a very high level of consideration for other people. Um, and that shows that's apparent in customer service or even, you know, business uh, communication, um, I think that that level of attention to those around you and how your actions affect others, I think that's really beautiful. Uh, and in contrast, um, in America, there's a strong emphasis on individuality and that can be problematic when it's in the extreme. And I think a great example right now um, and, and, and how that's playing out is with the coronavirus pandemic. In America, many people choose not to wear masks. They think it's their right not to wear masks. Um, and that is contributing to the very high rate of cases of coronavirus in America. Whereas in Japan, people are considerate of others and uh, also protecting themselves as well, of course, but um, there is much higher rates of mask wearing and that has contributed to the lower rates of the pandemic here. Right, right. 
Okay, so uh, what do you appreciate about American culture? I appreciate the extroverted friendliness. Mm. So personality-wise, I am more introverted. And so sometimes I thought, oh, I get along more with introverted people. But in reality, being friends with extroverted people allows me to open up more. Um, and to be more comfortable. And I think in in the American culture in general, there is a high level of this extroverted outward friendliness, which I really appreciate just even in small interactions, like with um, a shop staff um, or just strangers on the street, you know, you could have a conversation with them. And in Japan, it's very rare that that would happen. Maybe it's more common in local small town areas for people to randomly talk to people, but not at all in the big city, right? Yeah. What do you struggle with regarding your American culture side or Japanese side? In Japan, I struggle with the lack of diversity uh, in the in in the nation uh, and. Also, I think in mindset as well. Um, I think Japan is fairly conservative in many ways. And uh, I think maybe closed-minded in, in regards to some social issues. Whereas in America, I think because there's so many cultures uh, and many people who express their individual thoughts and opinions. I think there is a lot more interesting discussion and debates. Um, whereas in Japan, I think there's maybe less emphasis on debate and discussion um, and kind of a uh, open dialogue about different opinions. <laughs> right, right. Like in, in, in school settings as well, I think you would see this. Um, in America, there's a lot more emphasis on classroom discussion. Right, right. And how about with American culture? What do you struggle with? Uh, going back to the point about individualism, I think when it's taken to an extreme, um, I think it creates a lot of problems. Like, again, with the example of the coronavirus pandemic. Um, it's individualism at the expense of others. And that results in harm, people being harmed. So what would you, as a mixed Japanese American person who can kind of represent both cultures, uh, what would you recommend for each culture to embrace more of? For America, um, I would love it if there was more emphasis on consideration of others. Mm -hmm. And as for Japan, I would love to see more diversity of opinions and even in, you know, politics or, you know, higher level in society, I would love to see more voices represented. Yeah. 
Okay, great, great. So what would you like a Japanese, primarily Japanese audience to know about your experience being mixed race? What would you like them to understand about your experience? I would love to see a more generous understanding of the mixed race experience in Japan. Um, I would I would love to see people question and uh, do away with stereotypes about mixed race people uh, and particularly around the term hafu. I would love for people to recognize the diversity of experiences in the hafu mixed race experience. I think there are assumptions about other cultures or even harmful uh, racist stereotypes too. So I would uh, love to see a society where people with mixed race have, where they can have platforms to share about their experience and so that more people can understand. And I think in Japan, there are more and more mixed race people and children. And this is the reality and this is the future of Japan. I want to also express that everybody belongs. Uh, you don't have to meet some certain criteria or language or whatever specification. You as a human belong, period. Even when you don't feel like you belong, you belong. And I say that because I struggled and sometimes still struggle with this sense of not belonging. And I think that can be really harmful to your mental health when you feel like you don't belong. But I remind myself that I do belong, regardless of you know whether I feel like my Japanese is good enough or uh, whether I'm acting Japanese enough. Uh, I don't need to worry about that. Uh, I just simply belong. Julianne, thank you so much for taking time to be on the podcast. My pleasure. Thank you for creating this space for me to share. You're welcome. It's my privilege. All right. Thank you so much, Julianne. Talk thank to you, you later. David. Bye. Bye. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll see you next time.